Joy seekers, joy givers, anyone looking for an infusion of joy, you've come to the right place. My name is Deb McGregor, and I'm your host for today's program. Friends, one of the things that I think about so often is what does it mean to live for Christ? And the more I got curious about it, the more I realized you are probably curious about that as well. And I just happened to be talking with one of my favorite people to visit when I'm buying meat, Dustin Merseth, and we talked about what would it look like to live for Christ every day and how do we find joy in that? And I said, Dustin, you have to come on the show. And he's here today with us to have this conversation. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Woohoo! I don't know if it's morning where we're going with Well, it. you were, you know, depending on what time you get up, it could be someone's morning. There you go. It's kind of like that, you know, it's five o'clock somewhere. It's somewhere. morning somewhere. <laughs> 70 and sunny somewhere. So one of the things, Dustin, I have so often loved is every time I go to downtown meets and I'm buying some food, like you always have a smile on your face. You are someone who truly lives for Christ and brings Christ with you. And that's why you're here today. So thanks for showing Thank up. You. Yes. So one of the things that you and I talked about is, or actually asked you is, have you always lived for Christ? Or is this something that has been a process, a journey? And you said, oh, yeah, it's been a journey, Deb. Oh, my goodness. Where do we start this journey for you? Because I know it's, it's been filled with so many ebbs and flows for you. We'll, we'll, go, we'll go in tidbits here because <laughs> there's far too much. I've lived the life of way too many people and went down many dark paths in my early years. So... Um, to get where I am today, it, the work of God is is absolutely amazing and becomes more aware day in and day out in front of you. And yeah, you got to seek it, you got to look for it, um, you know. Because there were times in my lives I could I could go, oh, what was me, and have this bad thing happen, and that bad thing happen, and that bad thing happen, you know. Um, the the world attacks, you know, the world attacks you, and you know, young adults, I, man, I. I feel for young adults. That's and obviously with the pictures I sent you, you know that's that's what brings me joy, um, because you're you're a sponge when you're young and um, depending on what you're paying attention to and what your influences are and what's in front of your face, uh, you get steered in a direction so easy when you're young, and uh, can can go way off the rails too, and uh, have all these bad things happen, um, but. God stands out and, and puts himself in front of you, and, and some it takes a lot more than others to, you know, knock him in the head and say, hey, look, I, I have wonderful things for you. And uh, things really turned around for me. When I came down here for college, I was uh, running the opposite direction as hard as I could, and, um, you know, because it was welcoming, you know, ooh, enticing. It's like... Uh, um, Pinocchio goes to the, uh, that island and he's enticed and he, all these sinful things. And, and here, you know, it's, you got to have eye openers. And boy, I hit so many bottoms and, and that's all I knew. And that's all I seen around me. And I was, I was ready to get out of Bemidji. And, you know, there's so many wonderful things and so many wonderful people around you. Now, where, where you're at, you, you just got to pay attention and open your eyes, and and it it took it took time for me to do that, um, but yeah, I had so many bad things happen, and and uh, you know now I'm I'm looking back going, boy, all all I'm thinking of is all these good things that happened because they really did, and and God stands out more and more and more, and holy smokes, well if you're thinking about that, you can be tired as can be, you can have oh well I got I'm late on this bill or my foot hurts or my body aches or this or that. But 
what are you meditating on, you know? And meditating is just what you're concentrating on and what you're thinking about uh, regular yeah. days. So what you're meditating on is, is what's going to, you know, affect you and show through you. And it's like, man, you know, um, all these wonderful people. That's what I loved about, you know, starting at Downtown Meets. And I, I would see people and they, they brought me joy. You know, because they come in with good attitudes and it's just, wow, I'm, I'm liking this, you know, no matter. Because I was still a young juvenile, so to speak, um, at that time in my life when, when downtown me started, you know, at, at my store. And, and I'd go to work and, uh, you know, I had a lady come in one day and she's, you know, how are you? And she became a pretty good customer after that first uh, year or so uh, working there. And I'm like, oh, I'm good. You know, I had a smile on my face. And, and she said, how are you really? You know, and well, uh, at, that's 22 years ago, you know, and I said, well, I'm, I'm in jail at the moment and I just got DWI and I'm getting out for work and, but you know, I'm, I'm getting out for work and I get to come here and, and, and work hard and, and accomplish something. And, and she said, wow, you got a pretty good smile on your face for, <laughs> for having that situation at the moment. I'm like, well, certainly isn't going to help me do anything any better or even feel any better or even shed a smile if... You know, if I sit there and wear it on my shoulder and, and gradually that, that mindset, uh, it, it takes practice, but it takes over. And you just, I would rather, you know, instead of being an arrogant young, uh, you know, know it all, this and that, whatever, just ordinary young kid, you know, I um, had this, uh, you know, I, I've been told, oh, uh, to my daughters, you know, I've heard someone say, yeah, your dad's a goofball, you know, and I said, man, I, I like that. I'd rather have that opinion uh, more so than, you know, and show that joy than, than this, this, uh, I, I felt like was an ugly person, you know. Yeah. Um, so we've, you just gone through a lot of things. We have talked about a DUI. We have talked about jail. We have talked about the fact that you were at school doing all the things. At some point in here, though, you clearly have, a moment with Jesus. There, there had to be some form of a something where you recognized, I need Jesus. I, he's 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 been in my family, um, and my family is a wonderful thing that I should have held on to and taken that positive advantage of when I was younger, and I I, I didn't, you know, and um, you know, so they. They've they've stayed good, stayed true. I've, I've got a few pastors on my dad's side of the family, and and um, you know they were always good and welcoming to me. No matter you know, I would get together for deer season, we'd get together for holidays, and and I, I'd find my way there, and and um, they treated me lovingly and and caringly, and and didn't you know didn't uh, put judgment over me, you know, and um, I've I've got a wonderful aunt. That would always she she lived she's like the joy of living for Christ right there. I got an aunt that she just she's beaming all the time, right? And I would see her once a year, and uh, those things would start to sink in. And when you're at you know quote unquote bottoms, you know where you you know you can't do it your way anymore. You you need God to take over, and and you know you know, whether you're in a county jail or wherever you might be, and you're just at a bottom, and you know there's 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 treatment centers and there's all these different places you you can find yourself at a bottom where you know god you got to do this because i've I'm, I'm failing you know trying to do it my 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 way you know and um i had uh, uh at downtown meets i had a gentleman he just passed away but he's a great friend and mentor and he started he was 69 years old and he you know he would say he's crabby and ornery as ever and he'd always say it with a smile but 
um, we started pretty close at the same time uh, working together, and he invited me out to Oak Hills, and, and it, I, I had already been uh, swimming in that bottom trying to, you know, ask God to pull me out of it, and, and here he invited me out to a fellowship men's retreat out at Oak Hills and um, gave a good testimony up there, and, and it was pretty wonderful, and, and he's been a great friend and mentor. Every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, he worked uh, for, um, you know, four to six hours with me, and we'd talk uh, meet business and God. And I, he said I was a tough nut to crack. So, <laughs> but, you know, but that it does not surprise man, me, by the way. <laughs> it sunk in though. Repetition, 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 repetition. You don't know how that's really affecting you. And what are you repeating in your life? Are, are, are you repeating? Like I have unfortunate uh, bad memory, but you know, it, the more the more you repetitively put the word of God in you, and and or put anything in your life, the the good things, and and practice them, they they sink in. They make a difference. They show through you. That was what he was doing. He yeah. was doing that. Uh, you know, every week, week in and week out, and he worked with me for 12 years, and it has grown and grown through me and shined through me more and more. And and I, it's you know, uh, being a humble Christian, I don't think it's enough. You know, I, it's it's got to be more because um, unfortunately, you know, I like to say I got a uh, a bad memory, but a good memory for you know we're human we remember the things that stand out in our life and our past you know Absolutely. um but well when when i when i hear you talking one of the things that just keeps coming up for me is it's seeds we constantly mm-hmm. have to be planting seeds and we don't always know when they're going to bloom but part of our role is to keep planting seeds for people just like you had people all around you I mean, let's face it, that was a pretty big garden they were working on here, right? Mm-hmm. And and you had people all around you, and we got seed, 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 seed. And then when the moment was right, it was all of a sudden that you need Jesus. Mm-hmm. And you can't do it alone anymore. No, that's that Holy Spirit it really taking over, really taking charge. Um, and and for, for it to be alive as it is now, where it... It wasn't quite that alive. It was taking years of planting seeds and chipping away and chipping away and chipping away and, um, until that was taking set. And, you know, like um, my job, for example, um, and how I had mentioned, well, I, I got to deal with people and it was small business, right? So it was face-to-face. And, and I was very fortunate to have a lot of good spirited, good natured people come through the door, and that sunk in on who I was too, right? So, boy, I enjoyed that, and then boy, that turned my attitude around, and boy, it just made things better. And gradually, the ones that are negative in your life, they're you're not paying attention to them. You're you're paying attention to to the good things that are are being fruitful in your life. You know, it reminds me too. It's it's one of the reasons that. We want to hang around. There's sort of this both, right? We want to hang around other people who believe in the Lord, who serve the Lord, who live for the Lord, because that encourages us, right, in our own faith. And there's that, the joy of the Lord is our strength, right? Like there's that fundamental piece of joy. And we also have to be networking and talking to other people, because there's a whole lot of people out there who are not experiencing the joy of the Lord. And if we are not living for Christ, and we are not bringing that out and planting seeds ourselves... There's a whole piece of the body of Christ that is missing. Mm-hmm. Like I think about this every single day. Like how many people are out there that are missing? Mm-hmm. 
And we have to be a part of that, right? And when we live for Christ, we are a part of that. Dustin, we've got more to talk about. We're going to take a brief pause. When we come back, we are going to talk more about living for Christ. We're going to talk about how the example we set matters. Yes. And we are going to be talking about how we put God first. There's so much more to talk about. Friends, don't go anywhere. We're going to take a moment to pause and thank the individuals who make this program possible. This is Deb McGregor. Live joy, share joy. When it comes to planning for your future, you want an advisor who understands your Christian values. Ameriprise Financial Advisors Gina Ripkema, Shelley Loff, and Donna Gunderson offer financial planning based on biblical principles. They can help you plan for your goals in a way that is consistent with your faith. Call Gina Ripkema, Shelley Loff, and Donna Gunderson today. Office is located downtown Bemidji at 122 3rd Street Northwest or at 1202 1st Street East in Park Rapids. Ameriprise Financial offers financial services without regard to religious affiliation or cultural background. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Arise Financial Group, a division of Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Realtors Noemi and Harry Aylesworth are happy to share they are now affiliated with Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate First Choice. Serving all of your real estate needs in Bemidji, Bagley, Black Duck, Cass Lake, and surrounding communities. They are dedicated to finding you the home you deserve. Whether you're selling or buying property, they will serve you with honesty and integrity. You can expect a better real estate experience. Life takes you many places. Let Team Aylesworth, Noemi and Harry of Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate First Choice take you home. This is Deb McGregor of Life Full of Joy and Live Joy, Share Joy. I like to be infused with joy all the time. Every Monday through Friday, I do an infusion of joy video on Facebook and Instagram. I cover a topic related to joy and provide insights, perspectives, and distinctions, as well as offer an opportunity for you to continue digging even deeper into your own joy. Make sure you're following me on the Life Full of Joy Facebook page and on Instagram at Live Joy, Share Joy. Nourishing Ways by Kelly Joe. Personalized nutrition coaching designed to help women ditch dieting for good and cultivate confidence in themselves so they can nourish their bodies with the food they love without the stress and guilt. Hi, I'm Kelly Joe. I have over 20 years working as a registered dietitian, certified intuitive eating counselor. Let me help you live the joy filled life you crave. Contact me today on Facebook at Nourishing Ways, that's W E I G H S, or call me today at 218 368 4911. This is Deb McGregor, Live Joy, Share Joy. We are speaking with Dustin Merseth, and we are talking all about the joy of living for Christ. Dustin, going into the break, we talked about how the example we set for others matters. Let's talk about how we show up in the world and why that matters to people. Like, example-wise, you know, I always go, okay, well, how, how can I be a better example? Because, I, you know, I've been such a bad person at these different times in my life, you know, it's... you. I, it's this, you know, those simple rules of wanting to be a better person, right? And now, you know, like children, they're my my two amazing daughters. They're, they're the world to me. They're just, you know, wow, they bring me joy. And that's why I was talking about looking at those pictures and mm-hmm. holy smokes, next thing you know, it was midnight and I had to get up at five and go to work. I'm like, okay, I got to go to bed. But it, it, I just got carried away looking at it and it just brought me that joy. And, um, you know, they're born and here I'm telling myself, you know, I, I, I wanted to start seeing those, uh, seeing and understanding those those better ways that even sets an example for for your kids, for you know, just for starters, right? Going okay, well, you know, 
the, the music I'm listening to, I don't know, that's, you know, and, and steer, steer towards something that just, just sounds better, feels better, right? You know, and that's where that Holy Spirit, that conscience, co- consciousness of, you know, well, no, I, we don't need to be listening to that, you know. Um, and uh, what are my actions? You know, how am I reacting? We, we more often than not, just react naturally to things without thinking about perception and what other people are seeing, right? Okay, well, how can I go into this and react properly, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, that way, you know, as your children grow, they can see that example. Yes, um, absolutely. And, man, I got a really good friend of mine, and we've uh, he set a good example for me, and he said I did it one time for him, and we, you know, we were partners in crime when we were young, and, and now uh, we're, we're family guys now, and, and uh, we're those little things they, they've made a difference yeah. you know on on what we can do and and then it shows to others you know any good example if you're smiling it's my favorite thing on the planet right boy what's my favorite picture you know and i you, you get that like when you're taking pictures right um my mom for example she's an older lady and oh, i don't like that picture mm, don't take a picture of me you know and all this stuff and i'm like why I want you know we want to see grandma smile you know yeah. and um it's because it makes that difference and people feel it you can yeah. feel a smile you can hear a smile Absolutely. Um, when someone is speaking you know uh you, you can hear in their voice yes i can totally you know i'm like oh that guy's you know he's all serious and trying to uh deliver a message with what he's saying but say it with a smile and people feel joy, you know, Absolutely. so you can feel that joy. So. Well, I was thinking, I was actually in preparation. Um, the first Corinthians uh, chapter 11, verse one sticks out for me. Be imitators of me as I am of Christ. And when we live as Christ, when we, to me, it's like every day, you know, I want to put on my eyes, my ears, my heart of Jesus, because then I can totally be out and living for him and allowing, like, there's sort of this, he is in through me, right? And I I often think about what does it mean to really imitate Christ? Like, what does that look like? And if I am putting that on and I am going out in that way, my hope is that other people will see that. Right? I mean, it's just so, like, when we live for Christ, we want that. Which also brings us to putting God first and everything else follows. What are some of the ways that you put God first in your life? When I wake up. When I wake up, I, you know, like, that steers towards, like, uh, we have gadgets now uh, galore, you know, with with technology. Um, You can hit a Bible app and, and push play, and you're hearing his word, you know, and it just sets a mindset and... He needs communication. He needs communication all the time, all the time. Prayer, 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 prayer. And it's like um, Paul was talking in Acts about how important prayer is. And, and you know, it doesn't matter time of day, all day long. But start your day with it, you know, because it's, it's, it's nice to have, you know, even something as simple with people that, um, people out in the world that, they don't, they're just getting comfortable, you know, they don't even know where to start, you know. Well, that's why that simple dinner prayer, you know, it's, it's you're with your family, you're at dinner, and, and you, you pray and be thankful for food. Yes. Um, that's a start, but, like, that communication, that's, that's how I start, because, I, I, you know, I'm finding more and more, I need to talk to him, I need to talk to him, I need yes. to talk to him, because it's, holy smokes, I'm, then it goes back to meditating, and I'm thinking of, 
you know, God and is bringing me joy and then I'm able to live the rest of my day that way, you know, and absolutely, you know, holy smokes, the the rest of it doesn't seem so bad anymore. It, yeah. it grows confidence, it grows strength, it grows, well, we have the Almighty on our side, you know, um, making us strong, like we're strong because of Him, not on our own. Amen. And I, all that flows when I start my day with Him. And, and remind myself of him and catch myself and you know you get busy it's a busy life yeah that's a big topic nowadays it's just a, our days are so busy and filled with chaos well take that moment reset you can do that a million times a day if you have to yes. you know but everything else yeah. becomes more controllable yeah. you know Absolutely. disasters well, happen they do yes. happen but you got to put it to him Yes, Put it amen. Down. Well, Philippians 4.13, right? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens mm -hmm. me. I mean, when you were talking about that, it is true. It's his strength, right? It's mm -hmm. his. It's the joy of the Lord. It's his strength. It's all the things. And when we put him first, all those things are just there. Mm -hmm. You and I talked on the phone before we went live with this radio program about what gets in the way. And we started talking about sin. And you said, Deb, if we're not repenting, we're in trouble. Mm -hmm. Talk to me about that for you, because I know this is a huge piece of your walk with the Lord. Yes. Um, well, it, you look, and one of the things that you know it stands out where King David, man after God's heart, you know that's it's talked about many times about how King David is a man after God's heart, and he's just this amazing king. But then you read, and he's he's done all the things that a lot of these other kings did too, except. He was still, he remained having his heart on God, right? So he was a sinful human being, but his heart was for God. At the end of the day, he was, he, he was putting it over to God and asking for forgiveness and asking for, you know, so he kept that communication constant on where he wanted, he wanted to write. He wanted to be with God. He wanted to write. He wanted to be with God. And so um, you, using that for an example, you know, he, he looked to God for his strength. He looked to God for his forgiveness. If, you know, you can, you can hear someone say it a million times a day, you know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but um, God knows their heart, and that's what's going to make the difference and, and will show the change through that. So uh, for me to, you know, even show any bit of joy, I, I have to fully believe that, you know, Christ has wiped away everything. He has wiped it away. If I didn't believe in that, you know, I'd, I'd be swimming down here. And that's where that repentant heart gives me the ability. Holy Spirit takes over, and I'm able to be joyful. You know, I'm, I'm able to live for Christ each day with his joy because, you know, my heart is for him. Yes. You know, so I, I'm able to examine myself and repent for those sins, and that's, that's that repetition, you know. Well, there's a couple things that come up for me around it. Number one is, you know, repent is really different than just I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Like that repent comes from a place of, man, not only am I sorry, I really do want to do better. Like there's so much more to that. The other piece of that is that when we are seeking God's heart, when we put God first every day, we want to repent because we want deeper relationship with God. It's not this, oh, I have to do this. It's more like, no, I want to do this. Because if I want to have the deepest relationship possible with God, I don't want anything in the way of that. And I often think about how the Lord purifies us, right? In that journey and in that walk with him, he's constantly purifying us. 
And I feel like as a follower of Jesus, as my, just my heart is so for the Lord, like I want to be better. I want to do better. And have you found that too, like in your journey as it's progressed? Very much so. Very much so. Um, going through accidents and deaths in the family and the divorce and, and all these things, you examine yourself. And then, so I'm repenting towards God and, and he makes me want to communicate more. He makes me want to examine these things and, and know that I want to repent. And I, okay, well, how can I? And the Holy Spirit points things out to you and it, it brings you joy. You know, it brings you joy. So like, like when I feel, you know, conviction about things and want to analyze them, that, re- that repair work in a way gets done and I feel better. I feel joyful and that comes out, right? So, Amen. It's like when you take your car into the mechanic, right? There's so I uh, this is I know this is maybe a weird analogy, but I feel like, you know, they hook up that little thing to tell you all the things that are wrong with your car. To me, that's my check-in with the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. right? I say to the Holy Spirit, "Please reveal to me where am I falling short?" Where, you know, most of the mm-hmm. time I know, but every once in a while there's a little, you know, uh Tim Pomp wrote the Faith and Purity book and it's it actually gives you really figure out the secret code for your life that this communication with God, but he takes you through all these different things. And I'll tell you what, going through that book, oh, I found some things that were kind of, you know, they were a little hidden there that I kind of, oh yeah, maybe I probably need to deal with that. But that's like it is when we go to the mechanic, right? And once we get the analysis, it's like, here's God, the mechanic who says, hey, I can fix this. Repent. You know, I've died so that you can um, be forgiven and do this. Any final thoughts for us on living for Christ? Stay joyful. Stay. It keeps you youthful. It keeps you feeling just, you know, you can be worn out, tired, you name it, but that stuff stands out more and more and more. No matter how much you get beat down, you, you can either swim in that or you can get risen above it and live, live for Christ. He brings you joy. It shows to others. And then you feed off of others that show you that joy as well. And Boy, it, it just it makes you feel better and better and better, and it changes life. It changes life big time, you know. And boy, there's nothing like those moments where you know your children see that joy, and you know whether you're being silly, goofy, depending on the age of the kids, whatever. Even when they get older, you can embarrass them, and, and you know, embarrass them and make them feel silly, you know. And I'm like, Dad, you're doing that on purpose, you know. And then you see a big smile, man, it works. You succeeded, you you feel fulfilled, and we can interact with people, whether we're at work, whether we're just out doing an interview, whether we're with our family, and every moment of the day can grow from there. Amen. Amen. Dustin, thanks so much for joining us today. This has been a blast. You bet. It's brought me a lot of joy. Good. You are living for Christ. Yes. We want to thank Dustin Merseth for coming in today to talk to us about living for Christ. We want to thank Philip Elke for engineering today's program. We want to thank you for choosing to listen to Live Joy, Share Joy. This is Deb McGregor reminding you to live, share, and lead with joy. Have a great day, friends.
is Deb McGregor of Lifeful of Joy. Thank you for tuning in to Live Joy, Share Joy. We currently have availability for corporate sponsors on the show. Do you want to be aligned with all things joy and reach our listening audience? We have several options available, including our joy boosters. Contact your QFM today for sponsorship details.